Welcome to Female Firesides, episode three. I am your host, Emily Brandenburg, owner of EB Design Agency, where I help women to just freaking go for it. Today, I have guest Mar, who is owner of Windborn Candles, where she lovingly handcrafts beeswax candles and fine creations in Wisconsin. Hello, Mar. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. How are you? Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so thank you. Um, and good morning and yes. uh, all that good stuff. And yes, yes, I'm Mar and I am uh, the owner of Windborn Candles, uh, which means I uh, handcraft um, pure Wisconsin um, beeswax candles and then other fine creations um, using beeswax and um, I've been doing that officially <laughs> since um, for a couple months, although I, um, uh, which means I started uh, the Windborn Candles um, as a separate company a couple months ago, but I was uh, making the candles and uh, all kinds of other stuff uh, while um, under the name of Windborn Farms, which is my first, uh, first, I guess, business. Oh, God. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So Windborn Farms has been around for about um, two years now. So um, it was just this year that I've decided that I'm going to break, break them up. <laughs> so, um, you know, the whole thing started with uh, with the fact that I found myself a beekeeper uh, with a farm uh, and suddenly I had bees and beeswax and uh, I was looking for things to make out of beeswax, you know, so it started off with like limp balms and lotions and things like that. Um, and then I tried, um, you know, making some candles for, for Christmas gifts for my family and I absolutely loved it. Um, so I started making candles and that part of the business just grew so much that um, I felt like, you know, it was a good idea to kind of uh, break them apart this year. So yeah, so, no, I love that. So, um, okay. So your, your business windborn candles kind of was like a, like a daughter or sister business business to your bigger business, which was windborn farms. So why don't yes. you kind of tell us how you got started with, um, I mean, obviously making, I mean, you said you found yourself a beekeeper. I find that amazing. That's when <laughs> I finally settled down and stopped traveling. That is something I would absolutely love to do. So how, like, what made you decide that this kind of, this is the business that you wanted to start, um, kind of give us the background. So I had uh, a career where, you know, there was heel, high heels and meetings and, you know, over staying, you know, past five o'clock. And um, I found myself, um, you know, just having gotten divorced, having to juggle the nine to five and, you know, the kid, ki the kids and it wasn't working um, for me. So um you know, I was kind of hanging in there, uh, switch jobs to see if I can make it work better. And um, it's just, it was hard, you know, it's hard to have to juggle everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then I met my current uh, partner, and we've, you know, we found out that we have the same dream of, you know, owning uh, a piece of land uh, somewhere, you know, and just kind of, uh, 
hanging out in nature and you know living a, a slower life uh which was you know I really needed that you know the 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 career and the the kids juggling and all that uh was a tough tough thing to do so I really needed uh, to slow things down so um one day on a completely random bike ride through the Wisconsin countryside uh and we didn't even live in Wisconsin so I I still don't know to this day what made us (laughs) go to Wisconsin that day (laughs) to drive to go bike Um, but you know here we were we were just biking beautiful day uh, and we're both long distance bikers so you know like we're talking like 40 50 miles whatever Um, and and we came across this you know property that you know kind of was tucked behind all kinds of you know brush and and um trees and everything and and a huge you know for sale sign and um we were like oh you know let's let's check it out you know kind of like going like this you know like (laughs) okay this looks kind of cool let's go find uh someone who can show us around and I want to say a couple of days later, here we were, you know, back, uh, back, we're a realtor and we're walking through this and I got to, you know, the part of the property that was just this open meadow um, with some old, you know, uh, apple trees and oh. there was just crickets, crickets or whatever, whatever the bugs were <laughs> singing through the meadow. And I sat down and I'm just watching um, Jack talk to the realtor and, um, and they're just, you know, whatever, they're chatting about, you know, whatever official things. I'm just sitting in this meadow on the ground and like, I'm feeling just so like amazingly just renewed. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of hanging back, taking, you know, taking it all in. And he, Jack looks and he goes, you know, let's, what do you think? And I said, I love it here. You know, he goes, okay, let's go chat about it. So we we um, went to like a, a pub and we sat there all day and literally just kind of kept going back and forth, back and forth. At the end of the day, he's like, okay, we're going to do it. Oh my God. You know, yes. So you know, here we were with this, suddenly with this property that was abandoned for 20 years. Oh my God. It was rush everywhere and like frogmites they were like seven eight feet tall you know there was a pond somewhere we couldn't find it because of the frogmites so it was just um it was this crazy thing like I think it was meant to be that we you know found it and um so ever since then you know Jack's been working really really hard to make the the um the property more usable to fix the soil to put up fencing um you know and uh we're finally getting to the point you know that's that's looking better and we found the pond you know and uh hold on okay wait just so you no this is like this is gonna be me like you don't understand like (laughs) I literally so I just started living as a digital nomad like at the end of January right so I'm at my third Mm -hmm third like home for the month and I'm traveling all over the U.S. this year I I've already started looking at homes like I've gone to open houses <laughs> so I literally feel like so okay you were so you were just on vacation randomly in Wisconsin yeah well yeah we were just biking it was like our Sunday bike uh bike we usually you know biked Sunday mornings and it, yeah it was just completely random where were you living at the time Illinois 
Okay. So you were in Illinois. So you went, oh my God, I, this is like, talk about fate and like right. divine intervention in your mm -hmm. life that was like, let's go to Wisconsin today. And then yes. how that single decision literally changed the path of your life going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> One random bike ride. You know, and that's how I start my story on the website. Like it all started with the random bike ride. <laughs> I love this so much because I swear this is like, cause like that to me tells me like how like in touch with your intuition you are, because there are very few people in this world who will like go on a bike ride and then find a property and like contact a realtor and be like, right. I think I should move here. <laughs> oh look, it's pretty. Let's go. <laughs> There are crickets. <laughs> it was literally that. It was just that. It was ridiculous. It was amazing. I mean, it's been in our minds for a very long time, uh, both separately, you know, and then together when we finally met that we wanted to um, to do this thing. So I guess we were sending out whatever <laughs> energy into the world. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like you were manifesting it without even realizing you were mm -hmm. manifesting that. Like just thinking about it and putting that positive energy into this dream that you had, not knowing. Nope. like anything essentially not knowing just knowing that you had a feeling that there was something more out there and you were open to that and absolutely <laughs> so important when we have these dreams you know of just something more like we want something more in our lives we don't know what that is just the fact of being open to receiving however the universe decides to deliver our dream to us essentially, because once we decide on it, like the That's universe it. starts moving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the entire thing from start to me making candles now feels like that. Oh, like I'm just sitting here going, what do I do next? Oh, I you know? love this so <laughs> much. I love this so much. So did you have any like experience with farming or anything? You just None. Neither of us. Uh, my closest experience was my grandma having a couple chickens in the backyard oh um, when I was like four or five, you know, so I just remember chickens. Yeah. I don't know anything else about them. So yeah, it, it zero knowledge of anything uh, between the two of us. So it was more just like, well, you just felt the calling. you just felt a calling. And I love that yeah. you both we're feeling that, that you were both like on the same page, but almost like very independently, you said yeah, you were on the same page. And I just, I think that's so, I swear in a year, I like, I'm probably going to have a similar story. Uh, only mine will be like, well, a hawk flew by and I followed it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. You just, you literally never know if you stay open and you keep listening and you keep, you know, kind of seeing the pattern yeah you know you just you, you eventually end up where you're supposed to be I don't know I love that so <laughs> much anyone listening right now if you have a dream for anything in your life stay open sometimes our dreams are delivered to us in a little bit of a different way and that's okay you know absolutely oh my gosh just being open so you okay so tell me about your farm tell me about this farm so you how many years ago was this by the way that you oh my gosh um five-ish okay five-ish 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it took us. Uh, yes, it had to be five at least. And it um, because it's in in twenty years, right? Right. So completely was- abandoned. Okay. Um, you know, like just Little overgrown. Uh, soil was completely dead. Like just nothing. And I think was waiting for us. No, no house. No house. Um, no, no house. So you did you? So I'm assuming. I mean, you're in a house now, so I'm assuming. You- um and so we for a long time we actually commuted to the farm from Illinois <laughs> oh my gosh you are making it work sister <laughs> um so uh and then I think I got um and and so so let me backtrack to the bees because the bees were first uh and they're kind of pivotal to the story so um we still can't figure out who came up with the idea of bees um, you know, one of us must have said, let's get bees. And the other one must have said, yeah, let's do it. Oh, because suddenly there were bees. Okay. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't agree on it. Like neither of us will like own up to, you know, to, to oh, throwing this out in the world. So <laughs> anyways, the bees showed up and suddenly I realized how much I loved working outside, working, um, you know, tinkering, because beekeeping is a lot of tinkering, yeah. problem solving, and um, continuous learning, and I've noticed that that's what I've been missing in my life, you know, I've just been showing up, you know, to a nine-to-five or whatever it was, right. um, hating it every moment of every day, because I wasn't actually doing anything that I was enjoying, um, that I would enjoy, so beekeeping allowed me to to find the things I loved doing Mm. and um maybe even like my my hidden talents you know because I found out that I can do all these things that I've never done before um suddenly yeah so so the bees were more just than just bees they were kind of my my um confidence booster or my uh my you can do this kind of a thing you can do something else with your life it it was more like most even a a permission to let go of what I used to do they were like your gateway drug yeah (laughs) yeah so the bees the bees um became my my baby so the first year I had one hive next year I had 20 so um all into these bees um but uh you know the 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 bees require uh some care more more care at certain times of the year than others so uh like in the spring and fall you you have to kind of feed them until the 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 flowers um start blooming so here i was kind of you know driving three times a week to bring food to my bees yeah. And I think I was just so frustrated with, with the whole thing that I looked at Jack and I said, why don't we just move? And he looked at me and goes, okay. I was like, my, wait, what? Excuse me, what? You have a great man. Um, you have a great Yeah, man. so, um, <laughs> you know, I always say that he should get a t-shirt that says, I like to surprise myself. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you just never know with him. Um, so uh, we 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 started looking for um, nearby places to live, you know, and and getting the houses, you know, houses ready for for market and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found a house that we both liked that was really really close to the farm. 
Um, so we we finally moved, I want to say two, three, three years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> it's all runs in together. But um, because we're so close to the farm, now we're able to also have like chickens and you know, um uh cows and whatever else. So it's it's yeah, it's just been so such an interesting way of getting to where we got. So I I just yeah love that I just I just I, I literally cannot stop thinking about like you just knew you didn't know what it looked like and and the fact that you know it's not like you like grew up on a farm and had a farm background you wanted to get back to that like this is a whole <laughs> new thing for you whole new thing. <laughs> and I completely relate to you when you talked about like the whole problem solving and like working with your hands and tinkering and doing things I so relate to that because I too like I love little projects and things like that. And I, you know, I, I'm not able to do really anything like that right now because right. I'm traveling and I, I'm not sure the Airbnb owners would appreciate <laughs> any project I might want to do, you know, but like I literally have wet dreams about having my house, having another house and just like being able to be like, I don't know that that wall should be there. <laughs> It should move. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that. Like the the like you said, the continual learning and you know, learning how to like work on different things and use different tools. Like I absolutely love that. It's it's like it's like brain food for me. Mm -hmm. And I just oh so I so relate to that. But I I just I am just enamored with this life that you've like created. <laughs> for yourselves like it's just I mean this is I mean it's literally the dream right so many people like this is what they right. they want to be able to make decisions based on what their heart is telling them and what their soul yeah. is telling them they want rather than decisions well you know well I can't leave my job that I hate because I make xyz and I can't you know we can't you know my partner needs to have a certain type of lifestyle and if I quit this job then we won't have that and so they feel stuck and then mm -hmm. they settle in that job and they, they, they don't do anything about it. And then they become miserable, a lot of times resentful and bitter. And then, you know, all the fast forward till they're like 65 and then they retire. And then they only have yeah. you know, a handful of years left, um, to do the things they want to do. And you're just like, no, I'm doing it now. <laughs> and I am exceedingly, I don't know, lucky, blessed, um, you know, whatever, whatever the word is that I was able to do that, you know, I was stuck in that, that, um, that horrible, like, I hate this. I can't keep doing this, um, this feeling for so long. And it, um, it affected everything, you know, affected me, affected my children, affected, you know, quality of life for everyone involved. Um, so it, I don't know how much longer I could have lasted in, sure. in the career I had. Something yeah. had to give. And I'm just um, just so, I know, grateful <laughs> every day that, um, that the way that I got out was by finding or having the farm find us, yeah. I guess. I don't know. So that's like, I mean, that is some serious fate like divine intervention right there mm -hmm. you're just on this bike ride and you're like huh this is a neat property <laughs> like like I just <laughs> love that so much you know because you like like we said like you would put that out in the universe 
And then you remained open to receiving, you know, the signs. Cause like a lot of times we'll put this out in the universe and then we have these blinders on like that don't allow us to see the opportunities in front of us, you know, and there are so many opportunities. And I like, I guess what I'm doing right now is a little bit similar to that because I, you know, my lease was up in January and I'm like, Hmm, well, I could stay living here or because I like, when I was born, I swear travel was written on my soul. (laughs) I just always wanted to travel and see the world and see all of the things. And because of the pandemic, like I had plans to go to Egypt literally the month that the pandemic hit March of 2020. Can we just take a moment? I may have been (laughs) like, so obviously didn't have it. I had plans to go to Thailand, plans to, you know, visit some friends in Morocco and it just obviously none of that happened. And so I felt like I was like waiting, like the pandemic. I was like, I don't want to wait anymore. Like I'm ready now. Like, I don't know what was stopping me before, but like that ended and I was like, okay, I'm ready now, but we've got a global pandemic happening. So what do I do? And then I was like, wait a second. I live in a massive country. While I wish I could be flying off to Bali right now, that's not an option yet. And I'm like, well, until I feel safe enough to like travel internationally, I'm like, I am just, I'm just going to travel here. So I, I didn't renew my lease and it, it took me like a year of planning to kind of figure out how I wanted to, how to, how to, how to even do this. Like, it's like, how can, right. I, how can I afford this? How can I, but it's actually hilariously, <laughs> I'm spending less per month than I was with rent and utilities. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And I think the number one reason people don't go after the things they want is because they think they can't afford it. Yeah. That's a huge factor. And actually you can, you can, you can afford anything if you plan well enough for it, you know, but this like ended up working out, like, um, just being able to realize that, oh, if you stay for 28 consecutive days in an Airbnb, you get massive discounts. Right. Um, Something amazing something I did not know before, like this, this apartment, and I'm going to share a lot of it on Instagram cost me $946 for the month. And that's all utilities. The internet is amazing. Um, that's everything. And it's huge. It's bigger yeah. than the apartment that I had previously. And I'm saving like $500 a month. Wow. And it's crazy. <laughs> it's in the most charming area. And so I, I relate to you where you're like, you know, like, just being open to receiving that. And I, I feel like I finally got to that point because it was something I'd always wanted, but I didn't know how to get there. I didn't even know what I wanted a lot of the times. I didn't know how to make any of it happen. And then it was like, I don't know, I, I read this book about creating the life that you want. And it was like this series of events. And it was like, oh, wait, well, I could start staying in Airbnbs. Oh, they're, they're also dog friendly. I could bring my dog because that was another concern. What can I do right. with my dog? So, yeah, I think I, I just, I really relate to how you, you know, just like, just decided that you wanted something else in your life. And I, I kind of did the same thing. And I, I don't know, I feel like at least for me, the pandemic had a hand in that, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, cause the entire time I had this dream of traveling, it was always an option, but then when the pandemic hit and you couldn't travel, it was like, whoa. Yeah. right now and then it got scary for me because then I thought oh my god what if I never get to do these things yeah that was terrifying 
And so I just decided this year, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make it happen. I don't have to renew my lease. I can put all my shit in storage. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And that's literally, I have my, and I'm literally like thinking about maybe even like rehabbing a van to live in and drive around kind of a thing. I'm contemplating that now. Um, so we'll see, but it is just open. It's like, once you start allowing yourself to dream those dreams and then allow yourself to like, to obtain those dreams, all of a sudden you're like thinking of the next dream and the next thing you want to mm-hmm. do, like, like yours, you know, Windborn Farms turned into Windborn Candles and you've developed this love for bees, which I, is just fascinating. Like, I just love that so much. Um, so tell me a little bit about, so you said Windborn Candles was born out of Windborn Farms and that's like fairly recent. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's um, <laughs> say it again. It's taken off. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, uh, I, yes, definitely this year we're like going, you know, full speed ahead. Um, I, I started, you know, with making just a few candles for my family and friends and then selling a few online. And then suddenly last year, you know, I started looking into, um, I had a couple stores that were selling my candles. I did a couple markets and whatever. And, um, it, it just, everywhere I turned, there was another opportunity of a thing that I could do. I'm, um, and, and, you know, how you're talking about, like, once you start something, you know, a dream, it doesn't stop. And it, it literally, I just kept going, and why not? Let's do that. <laughs> Let's, you know, and I would ask people, like, hey, can I be involved in this and this? And um, by the end of the, the year, I ended up being involved in a documentary on Homestead, um, that is in the works, <laughs> you know, um, I end up being involved in a book that's getting published in, um, it's, it's at printers now, and it's going to be at uh, tractor supply, you know, it's going to be all about homestead crafts. Oh I am now in like 10 different stores, I'm do, oh starting to do wholesale, a subscription box, just so much because I kept saying, and why not? <laughs> you know, let's try that. <laughs> why not? Um, it's just, child. say you, it again. You were the poster child. Yeah. For, and like just nothing is too big. No, nothing. No. There is nothing that you cannot achieve in your life. Anyone listening mm-hmm. to this, there is nothing, nothing at all that you can't, we are limitless. Like there's nothing we cannot do. And I love that. Why not? Why not? not so when you think about a dream and you start your you know your your limiting beliefs pop in your imposter syndrome starts coming up you know ask yourself well why not absolutely there's no reason there's no reason you can't achieve anything and you were like a hundred percent the poster child for that (laughs) I no, you know there 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 has to be a little caveat that you you it's why not and you can achieve the dreams but they can come from any direction in any way no one knows how they're gonna look you yes. know like yes. you can have this picture but you do have to stay open to seeing what's coming and 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 trusting i guess that that's gonna get you somewhere i don't know yes. you know no trusting so. the process that that's uh, trusting the process just being open 
to the opportunities because a lot of times, and I think especially as women, we struggle with this. A lot of times we try to plan out how it's supposed to look, but just being open to the fact that, you know, it may come at the most random times, but to listen to that intuition, mm-hmm. she will never lead you astray. Nope. And that is just so beautiful. So you've literally birthed two businesses yeah. out of this. <laughs> That I absolutely love. So what would be for our listeners, one last piece of advice or tip or anything that you would give anyone maybe just starting out with the idea of homesteading or like doing something crazy or any of that? Okay. So maybe a few tips. I don't know. But um, one is to to really sit down and and figure out what what does make you happy like what is your dream you know um maybe you do dream of having a homestead and maybe you do dream about uh, you know getting a van and and driving <laughs> around the country you know but um so kind of really sit down and take stock of things um and and don't worry about what what your reality is right now right um don't get stuck in that. You know, don't don't think, okay, I have a dog, so I won't be able to do that, right? Just write your dream. Just write your dream. Uh, and then what, you know, kind of look at look at your dream and figure out what is the one baby step I can take. You know, if you want a homestead, get a a, a, a you know tomato plant for your balcony, you know, just the baby step. I'm getting um, chills right now. Like this, <laughs> this is the most beautiful thing. No, it's it's so true. Like start small. What is the smallest step you can step. take towards your goal right now? Yeah. Break it down. And if it still feels large, break it down some more and keep breaking it down until there is something that you can do right now to get you one step closer. Exactly. And never step. underestimate the power of small steps over time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's, I, it's, the 40 minutes just went by so quickly. <laughs> this was so amazing. You are such an inspiration. Like, oh. I love that you were just unapologetic about going after your dream, knowing you wanted something, identifying that you needed a change, and then just going after it and just being open and just saying, you know what? Life's a ride and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> And literally what I say every day, <laughs> life is, is an adventure. You know, I, I actually had, I, had, I used to write a blog. It's still there, but it's, you know, life is an adventure that net. And, and literally that's, that's my, that's my thing. Like, I'm going to have it tattooed, uh, you know, like right here. <laughs> Eventually, I don't know because it is an adventure and it's, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in a very, very hard spots and and it's hard to see way out of that um you know and that's the case you know reach out to people get help whatever whatever you need to get to do to get out of that dark dark place but remember that we 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 do have the ability to change our circumstances or you know even if it can't be all at the same time all at once baby step you know, one little thing that you can change for yourself to get yourself a little closer to where you want to be. So my kind of um, motto, I guess, has been recently like this too shall pass. 
Yeah. You're going through any kind of difficult time. Like Mm -hmm. I promise you, it will not last forever. You will get through it. You have gotten through all of your terrible days thus far. You will get through this one as well. And like you said, you know, just the smallest, tiniest thing, just sit and think of whatever it is that makes you happy. And then do the, the, you know, 15 minutes of that a day. Yeah you closer to that dream, to that goal that you know you are destined to have in your life. Yeah. Oh, well, this has been <laughs> the most amazing conversation. I, I just, I'm just so thankful that we connected. Um, yeah. like, See, another little thing happened to make this happen because what if neither of us showed up, <laughs> you know, at the, at the call that we had? No. Um, yeah. You never know. Exactly. You never know. So it's so important to stay open to any kind of opportunity. Um, and thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. And I will include all of Mars information about her farm and her candle business. Um, so make sure you follow along in her journey. I know I will be. Um, and until next time. <laughs>